0: Hey, the lawyer. <laughs> I haven't even finished listening to your unboxing episode. First, it's like he's doing a radio unboxing, really? He's going to have to do, like, so much description and everything else. But <laughs> every time you open a new one, it's smudged, beat up, cut up, destroyed, stepped on, shit on, pissed on, whatever the fuck they did to it, and you're bitching about it. I'm I know you're upset. I'm sorry. But <laughs> i just going to stop laughing, dude. Sorry, man. <laughs> this is fucking great. You need to unbox everything live. Everything you ever buy. I don't care if it's Christmas presents. I want to hear it all. I want to hear you bitching about cracked up, broken up, dented up shit. <laughs> Take it easy, man.
1: Tim, it's Rich from Cockatrice Nuggets. Hey, so... Yeah, I, I don't like it when my corners are banged up, but, you know, then I throw them in a backpack and I bang them up, so... I've learned to kind of live with it and uh, expect it now, especially like you said, since they take less care in shipping. Um, I'm not going to the store and buying these most of the time, so I'm not, um, you know, get to pick through and pick my favorites. Um, Some of the smaller presses have way better shipping. Um, I know my uh, Red and Pleasant Land came in a box and it was wrapped in bubble wrap. Um, Same thing with uh, a couple of my other ones too. But like I said, I bang them up so I don't worry too much about it. But if it really bothers you, if it really sticks in your craw, then take pictures, write Amazon a letter, and then we'll do something for you. Amazon is a badass company that does badass things for people. So uh, try it. Maybe they'll give you a $5 credit. Maybe they'll give you another book. Who knows? Have a good one.
0: Hey, guys. Tim Shorts from Gothridge Manor Podcast doing a lunchtime podcast I don't have to eat today because we're having goodie Day at the office, and this uh, med nurse, she brought in, like, these amazing pepperoni rolls. They're so good. And then, of course, there's cookies and brownies and other things that uh, make you want to take a nap if you eat too much. But I started off this podcast with two calls from my previous unboxing. Un- I know it's unusual to do a podcast, but... Since I don't do too much video and I don't carry a camera with me, which I do on my phone, but I guess I just don't think about using it. And the last time I did that, it kind of caused seizures when people watched it because I was all over the place. So, thought I would do it again because I got stuff in the mail, and some of it I don't even know what the hell it is. So it should be interesting. I got one thing. I got. Oh, by the way, uh, I got to answer Joe first. Joe, yeah, I thought it was pretty damn funny. And I'm not even kidding. It was just ridiculous. I swear those guys must have eat like chicken wings and pizza and then handles all of those beautiful books and put their big fat smudgy fingers prints all over them and grease them all up. It's like, come on, dudes. What the hell? And, uh, you know, the, the second one I got was a little smushed, but acceptable at least. I have to send back the other one. I'm doing that tonight, I think. And Rich, yes, I know, I know, I know, but the problem... See, I, this is what I believe. I, I'm going to bang up my books probably too, and they denim. but the buyer should have the privilege of banging up their own books. I don't want to have them pre-banged. Sounds bad, doesn't it? I was going to say something about a girlfriend, but I left that one out. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, if I buy a used, yeah, I can understand bing, bang, boom, scratch and everything, but if I buy a new one... I want to be the one that kind of puts the scar in it. I want to be the one who drops it on the sidewalk as I'm trying to figure out how to search for secret doors. And that poor corner goes, wonk. Now I got to, you know, that's my story to tell. Not not for the, the packing, because they don't care about the book. At least I, you know, I don't care about the book and say, hey, I did this when I did that. Because I'll bet you, you could probably go through your, you know, different, some of your old in gaming books, And all the dents and all the scratches and all the freaking stains you have. I bet you you can remember how that happened and when it happened. Because that's your story. Those books, those dents, everything in there. You know, that's part of your gaming story. I just, I I still remember, you know, my DMG. I have scotch tape reinforcing the bottom of the pages where the the treasure is. Because when I used to create... um, adventures and everything back in the day I used those tables all the time and I used them all the time to the point where the the bottoms were getting worn out they were fraying and ripping and that so I took some scotch tape and just kind of put them on the bottommost pages so it just sort of reinforcement so it wouldn't rip um my my one uh what is it my uh player's handbook has a stain on the one side because I told my friend Steve, I said, don't put your glass of Coke there. You're going to spill it. He's like, no, I won't. Boo! I don't even think it was a minute later. And, he, of course, he backhanded it right into my player's handbook. And the funny thing is, is he tried to hide it by holding his hands over the spill. And I just looked at him. I'm like, really? Go get some towels. So, yeah. So, we, so you know, those are the stories I like to tell in my books. I don't want somebody else telling a story about my book. So that's why. All right, guys, let's get into this. Okay, the first one is another big stuffed envelope. It's, it's a I've never seen a packed envelope this big. I mean, it's it's like two and a half feet long. For crying out loud, it's supposed to have just. All right, I kept talking and accidentally t- touched the stop button, so I kept. So, but at least I caught it before too long. So. The books came out really good. What they are... I got a couple books from Chris Gunnerman, uh, the writer of fan- basic fantasy role-playing. Excellent thing. They're embarrassingly cheap. I think on Amazon... I want to say there's 10 to 12 books, and you can get them for around $30 around there. So, I mean, if you're interested in a cheap and good system, get these. Now, this, this, uh, this series is The Iron Falcon. Rules for a classic fantasy role-playing. I haven't looked at this one at all. We were at a game the other night, and Chris C. was talking about next time he runs a game, he's thinking about using this rule system. So before he finished the conversation, I was on Amazon, and I pushed the buy. Now, button. So now I have it. it uh, I bought uh, the rules, and then I bought the Iron Falcon Adventures Volume 1. I don't think there's a Volume 2. I think it's just the... I, at least I didn't see one. The Very simplistic... Uh, layout and you know no artwork hardly there's some artwork for the cover but interior artwork there especially in the main rule book there's next to nothing and the adventure book looks like they got some little bit of interior art and uh, some real basic mapping real basic stuff but i think well done it's clean so we will be so when christy decides to play he'll be um using this i mean it kind of looks pretty comparable. To, to most of the systems. I have to look into it, though, a little bit better just to see what the the differences are, the details. It looks like uh, right off the bat that I can see like the Hit Matrix is je- definitely more generous than like the BX Hit Matrix. Fighters bump up at 2nd level, then 4th, 5th, and 6th. So that's pretty good. You, know, you can get that. Uh, just kind of looking... It, one of the, there's a few things I seem to always look for just to, to compare systems. One is the hit matrix. The next thing is, as I look at the saving throws, just to kind of compare how hard it is for the saves. And I'm looking for that right now with what even their save system is. Um, let's see here. Index time, because I don't see it in the front. Oh. It doesn't have an index. Oh, a rule book without an index. Ah. Okay. Okay, contents then. I'll go the other way. Back to the front, front to the back. Whichever way you want to do it. Let's see here, guys. It is... Don't you love live podcasts that don't script or prepare? They just kind of grab shit, and then we just kind of make it up as we go. I don't think I could do it any other way. Well, anyways, I can't seem to find that right now. So what I'll do, one of the other things I look at uh, is I check out what the sleep spell is, because it's funny how differing it is. So let's look at sleep. Sleep, first level, spell causes magical slumber to come upon a number of creatures within a one, looks like a one inch radius circle up to 24 inches away from the caster. Creatures with the, with the fewest hit dice are affected first. To determine how many are affected. Roll 2d8. For each creature having one hit dice, deduct one for the total. Okay, so pretty standard stuff. Up to four hit dice. More than four hit dice cannot be affected. So so standard snoozer uh, kind of spell, which is interesting. The other thing I look at, I always check out the heal spell. See how much the, the uh, heal is. And if they have different healing spells. This one. Alright. I must be in the there's no healing for the magic user. Let me see if the clear it here. It's kind of set up a little different than what I'm used to. I guess. Let me see. Magic, magic, magic. So I guess. So what they do is they set up the spells. In alphabetic order but divided by class. So your cleric spells are separate from your magic user spells. Uh, let's see here. Where is this heal? Kill, heal, 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 heal. Well, maybe it's a cure. Better way. Up. Okay, so this one has cure light wounds and. Cure serious wounds. So that's two sets of cures. One is a first level spell, 1d6 plus one, pretty standard. And then the other, the one the other one is at fourth level, and that is 2d6 plus two. So that's cure serious wounds. So it doesn't go up to a, like cure critical wounds, like a, would it would be a three dice one. So, so cool, cool. So the clerical spells go up to seventh level and mage spells go up to ninth level so it goes up higher than your standard it looks like it has some of the bx rules but with some a d and d sensibilities to it so yeah so that's a new system i just recently got chris gonerman on amazon go get them they're cheap not too bad okay now the other day this is something i'm kind of interesting guys I got this, it's a little tiny envelope, it's well padded, it's from Critical Dice, and I, I think I saw it on an online ad, and I, and I actually pushed it, and it was about these story cards. I'm always interested in these kind of story dice, story cards, you know, shit like that that I always, I'm a sucker for. Boy, this is hard to get open too. Right. I might, so let's see here, there we go. So I don't know anything about it, didn't read any reviews about it. Well, I actually read reviews about the cards, but I can never tell if his mom and dad is you know, doing it. So there's no flip case for the thing, so it's just in plastic, they're a little bit smaller size than a regular deck of cards, and it's in thin- So let's just see. The deck will help you tell stories, whether it's for a creative writing project or for a creative storytelling game like Dungeons & Dragons. I wonder if they were allowed to use that. They snuck it in there. Uh, Each card has three features to spark your creativity and help you make something great. First thing I have to do is get the plastic off of it. See if I can get one of my keys to cut it open. I just got to start carrying a knife with me or something like that. Of course, half the places I get when I go into the courthouse would probably throw me against the wall if I carry one of my knives in there. I have a small collection of knives in my desk from work that I have to take away from people every now and then. It's like I try to get them back to them at the end of the day, but they never come back. They just kind of disappear. So then I end up ha- got some really nice knives, actually. A couple of them are pretty, pretty cool. Although my favorite, though, my supervisor, she has a really nice machete that's been, uh, she got from someone that's been uh, die cut, and I don't know. This looks cool. So every once in a while, we bring it out as a joke about you know if you don't get your paperwork done. all right so these cards like i said they're smaller than regular size so what it is simple text on it nothing fancy the back of it just says deck of stories kind of ordinary nothing too fancy there it looks like it has i don't know where it gets three parts here the hook uh, let's see, the two short sentences at the top of every card give you a starting idea and potential problem that you can develop into a complete story or using combination with a few other cards as a single moment, not moment, movement in your story. The O-R-C system. Each card will have one or more letters on the right side that indicate where in the story structure it might be best used. O for opening, R for rising action, and C for climactic action next steps as a finale each card has a couple of probing questions to help you flesh out the story and take in a unique take it in a unique direction all right let's take it the first one I'm seeing is uh, you arrive at a at the Dwarven fortress okay let's see that's supposed to be the opening or the rising so that's supposed to be an adventure hook okay It is now under the control of monsters. And the steps, or the questions, is this a recent development? Is there anyone left to rescue? Okay. Next one is a broken cart riddled with arrows lays smoldering on the side of the road. And it's for the opening next steps. Is it a trap? Are the attackers nearby? So, yeah. So, I don't know. This looks kind of cool. I don't know. Might use that tonight. Even I don't know, but uh, cards look good. They came came delivered in a real small package. It's called Critical Dice. I might have to. The only thing about these guys is like I ordered it. It took them like not two weeks, but like ten days to send it out, which I thought was a little bit lot, a little bit too long for. And they didn't get back to me. I, I emailed them too after a week and just sort of asked them about the whereabouts of my package, but they didn't send anything, but they did eventually send it out. So, I'm going to do a blog post about these guys, send them pictures and links so you guys all have them. And lastly, I got a mystery package from Peter... Oh, Peter, I can't say your last name. It's long and it's got a lot of stuff in it. It's... Schweidoffer. offer Peter's been a a supporter of mine for years and years. Super nice guy. Um just I don't know. And then I think last year Peter sent me What was it? It was a it was a cake of some sort. So I'm seeing what this is this year. It says perishable, so I'm going to imagine it's another another cake. He's got it taped up here pretty good. Oh, he doesn't It's a priority now, too. No joke, huh? Uh, Let's see what we got here. Oh, still more tape on here. Got to get that knife, guys. I gotta risk getting slammed up against the wall in the, the courtroom. Maybe they won't mind. Or just keep one in the car. It's not like you don't have enough that I use. Ow! Alright, let's see here. From Peter. Oh, he's got a card on top of it. I'm going to... And yeah, it looks like... Oh, gosh, it looks so good, Peter. Food. Food is always good. bet you didn't know you are going to be on my podcast today, Peter. I don't even know if he listens to this. hope he does. Pretty cool. All right. Christmas card. Uh, Dear Tim, wishing you peace, love, and joy for the holiday season. Thanks for a wonderful year of gaming goodness in my mailbox. Happy holidays. Thank you so much, Peter. I appreciate it. That's very, very cool. It, I, I don't know what it is, though. I think it's... it's I forgot what he... he forgot what he called it i have to check it out again i'm not gonna open it up in my car it's sealed right now so but yeah there you go guys another unboxing in my car I Bet you're happy about that uh so we got iron falcon game system came in good condition looks interesting i got the story cards from critical dice those also look interesting and Usable, which is why I wanted it, and lastly, a fantastic package from Peter. Oh, I'm gonna try it one more time, Peter. And although I folded over the label Schweid, Schweit offer, Schweit offer. Oh boy, I hope I'm not slaughtering that too much. Schweit offer, it's S C H W E I G H O F E R. So, Schweit offer. Maybe you can call, if you're listening to this podcast, Peter, maybe call in and tell me how not to slaughter your name. So, all right, guys, that's it. Time to get back to lunch. I think I might, I think I opened up enough boxes that it deserves another pepperoni roll. I'm thinking it does. Maybe two. So, yep. Okay. Yep. I convinced myself. Got a game tonight with Mr. Hobbs, a one on one game. I've got some things planned. I pretty much took all day yesterday and made a map. And uh, I like the way it turned out. I got some ideas for it. And he's going to be bo- bopping through that region, so we'll see what happens. Probably what will happen is it will go straight through and uh, wouldn't have needed it at all. How about that? All right, guys, I'm out of here. Take care. Roll better than me. We'll talk to you soon.